Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WhamCast. It's the Washington Academy of Music podcast. I'm Tim, and normally next to me would be Rick, but basically we forgot to record our intro, so it's just me here by myself. Joining us in this episode, we'll have Matt and Amy Musselwhite, who are the founders of Farm Funk. So we're going to hear from them, and they're going to talk about what Farm Funk is and why they founded it. We're also going to be talking with the scholarship winners of Farm Funk, and we're going to have some uh, performances and listen to some of their music. We're also going to have Drew from Rottweiler Motorcycles joining us today. Rottweiler is one of Farm Funk's sponsors, and we're really excited to have him in here and just tell us what it's all about and why they supported Farm Funk. I would also like to apologize for some audio issues later on in the episode. For whatever reason, Matt's microphone was just not picking him up very well. Worked previously. We recorded it all on the same day, but audio stuff, who knows what happened. But with all that out of the way, why don't we get this thing rolling? All right, we're here with Matt and Amy Musselwhite. Uh... They are the sponsors of, or the uh, co-founders of Farm Funk. That's right. And uh, had a great deal to do with the Washington Academy of Music Scholarship Fund. Uh, we were approached with that, and we joined up with that just right away. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves and about uh, what's going on. Well, uh, thanks for having us, and thanks for uh, yeah. uh, hosting us uh, in our in our award winners today. Uh, but yeah, Amy and I are, are musicians, and uh, we live here locally in Kitsap County, and, and we started uh, started thinking about, uh, I guess a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, about having an opportunity to have a lot of local bands that played in one event together, because while playing around town, we kind of started meeting all these great musicians and other bands, and realized that for a small area, there's a, a great wealth of talent here musically, and, and for different reasons. Uh, but but there's a lot of talent here, and talking about that, and then uh, trying to figure out how to make that work. And at some point, that idea merged with our um, both of our love of local food production, local farming, and and I grew up on a farm down in Georgia, so it's always been a part of my life. And and at some point, those two ideas merged, and we we wanted to we wanted to come up with a way to celebrate all the local musicians, the musicianship. Uh, local farming, local food production, and, and local beer. And let's, then we, let's and not then forget we local beer. The, the magical third, <laughs> the third <laughs> piece <laughs> of local brewing, because just like music and, and the agriculture around here, there's this unbelievable wealth of yeah. We have a, a real, really condensed area of just awesomely talented people in all three of those areas, mm-hmm. right here in Kitsap County. So, so <laughs> the idea of a music festival kind of came up, and we had no idea how to do that. But we knew we wanted to, and we, we kind of had a pretty clear vision of what we wanted it to be. So we needed a partner, and we uh, I did some research, and uh, we had the music side of things kind of tied down, but we needed a partner on the agricultural side. And we I got in contact with Jess Sappington, mm-hmm. and uh, Jess has her hands in a lot of things around town, agricultural-wise, is like the... Um, the farmers markets, pretty much every farmers market around here, Jess is involved in the Kitsap Community Co-op, which is trying to open up a locally sourced grocery store. She was very mm-hmm. much involved in that. Uh, Kitsap Fresh, which is a local online uh, farmers market, which is great for people who want to buy food that's produced lo- produced lo- locally. Uh, so uh, Jess was definitely the right person, 
uh, yeah, we couldn't have, we just couldn't have been any luckier to, no, to so, get Jess yeah, as between, the third founding member. Of yeah, between <laughs> the three Funk. of us, yeah. we were able to put it together and get it, get it going. And, and Jess is, Jess is the powerhouse, you know, without, without Jess, it's basically something that Amy and I think about and want to do. But with Jess, it happens because mm-hmm. Jess, yeah. Jess is, Jess we say, Hey, let's do this. Done. Can we do yeah. that? And she says, yes. Right. Or, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got a lot Let of experience. Yeah, Jess has the experience dealing with the county and the administrative requirements and all the mm-hmm. boring insurance stuff that has to happen. And she lets us that keeps us free to do the fun parts like the music and the brewing and getting out and, and raising money in the community. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ooh, so. Speaking of raising money in the community, we should we should. Yeah, uh, and I think we're going to have later on in the podcast, we're going to have Drew here from uh, Rottweiler. Uh, Rottweiler Motorcycle Company. And those guys are awesome community supporters along with other su- uh, other supporters of the festival like uh, um, Emerald Installations, which is a local family-owned business that's been great for us. Uh, there's a local flooring company, and they support local music and local food and all those things. And, and they're a musical family who owns that company. Yep. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, 19th Hole Bar and Grill has been great. Big supporter of local music and local food. They serve local food at the bar there, and they have local bands playing pretty regularly. So you start meeting a lot of a, a lot of people that are that are really into what's going on in the community, and they want to help out. And the festival mm-hmm. gives them a way to do that. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And um, it's really important, especially out, in, especially in Kitsap, to have like a music festival. Something there's so much music going on here. Uh, there's no not a lot of outlet for it. Yeah, and, and we want to celebrate local original music. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we wanted to celebrate local original music, yeah, which was that the was key. key. Yeah. You know, and and local original agriculture is the mm-hmm. same idea. These guys have these great ideas about how to make the the climate here work with agriculture, and the music is the same way. I mean, you have such uh-huh. a great influence of military musicians in the Seattle. Um, yeah, the kids of the grunge population are now are, are now creating music. You know, which you're going to hear some of it later in the podcast. Uh-huh. And you know, you you definitely want a place that. Yeah, and not just gives them a place to play and to get paid to play, but but celebrates their originality. And yeah, the fact to that play they're, their they're music. Creating music. It's yeah. so hard to find a place to play original music. You know, a lot of local bands kind of turn into jukeboxes because that's what they that's what's required to get a gig. And we wanted to be a, a different type of outlet for these bands, especially for the youth. I mean, that was always a key was to have the first three performers of the festival are youth performances and, and we want it to be original and it has been, and it's been amazing and the kids have been great. We've been absolutely floored at, at the talent and, and just, you know, amazed at what these kids are doing. We were, um, we have three youth acts that start the festival every year. And Mm -hmm. so that, you know, that was, it was important to us to have the youth presence and to really make it a, a family event. And, um, and then, yeah, when the scholarships came up, it was it was great to get to see to to, to see that expand. We've got gotten to meet so many other y- young musicians now that yeah. that have come in that have applied for the scholarship. The three um, winners this year of the inaugural scholarship mm-hmm. group um, are just so impressive. And and it was not easy. That was not an easy voting process. The board no, had a really hard time because they're amazing. So we have a, yeah. a a wealth of talent here in in Kitsap County and just yeah, we felt good we, kids. We were, yeah, we felt very fortunate that we could that we could get the scholarship program off and running after only one one year. I mean, our first mm-hmm. festival was 
was 2016 and it, and it went and it went well and it went better than we expected yeah. not knowing what, what we were doing really <laughs> we're kind of learning as we go but it was a leap of faith yeah, and, <laughs> yeah but the community responded in a lot of ways and and so after that after that first year we said well let's go ahead and and get these scholarships going and and uh, we started at the $500 level, which is what we're awarding this year. And I think we're going to try to build that uh, mm-hmm. to, to something more substantial. But for a young musician and, and a young farmer coming up, 500 bucks is yeah. helpful. And it was yeah. important and that and it not just be for, uh, I mean, people hear scholarship and they think graduating senior, you yeah. know. And so uh-huh. it, for us, it was really important that we not put um, those kind of parameters on it because, you know, we want everyone to have access to that. It, it was we want kids who maybe couldn't have gotten lessons to be able to get lessons, or maybe kids who need to get a guitar can they can get a guitar. You know, there, there's there's a yeah. lot you can do with five hundred dollars, and yeah. we didn't want that the the money to be the reason a kid couldn't explore their passions musically. Mm-hmm. So so that was it was cool that we I mean we have a wide range of, of recipients in in ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the the applicants themselves ranged from maybe six or seven years old all the way up to. Uh, oh, wow. graduating seniors this year. so yeah. and, and that's how we want it. It's not a scholarship in the sense of it's going to pay someone's college tuition. Although, although it can. Although it could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for whatever forwards your musical desires, you know, whatever it is that, mm-hmm. that's feeding uh, your, your, your desires musically. And that's everywhere from production to, to songwriting and lessons and instruments and equipment mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. So, how tragic would yeah. it be that if, if money was the only reason that somebody couldn't yeah. Couldn't explore their yeah. explore that passion. Right. That'd yep. be tragic. Right. Right. <laughs> yep, it's important to to nurture creativity and and yep. instill that in people of any age, really, but especially when you're younger. So yeah, to have something like this that is actively mm-hmm. kind of pushing well, that. It's you know, it's funny you mentioned that because it's one of the benefits you don't think about when you're th- when you're trying to put together a festival like this. You're thinking about the benefit to the community, but mm-hmm. what you end up seeing when you put a kid up on a stage in front of a few hundred people for the first time with lights in their face and with real equipment and a sound guy and all these things, you see how, how it benefits them mm-hmm. creatively because it really gets their juices flowing. And, and um, you know, the, a, great, a great example are, are the kids that are going to be in here later today because yeah. uh, any, any opportunity to demonstrate music in any way, which is what they love, really gets them going. Yeah. And it's motivating as an adult oh, watching yeah. that too, because it just reminds <laughs> you of that yeah. feeling. Yeah. When, yeah. When you were just learning mm-hmm. about it and getting it going, you know, and these kids, these kids, these winners, scholarship winners are, are motivational in a lot of ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a whole, there's a whole aspect of, you know, I would love to be on stage, but I never will be. Mm-hmm. And when that, when that's gone, yeah. you're, you're ready, you're yeah. ready to do it. So, right. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, there's, there's tons of, tons and tons of reasons to support not just local music, but local agri- agriculture and things like that. And I, yeah. think, I think the festival's goal is just to, just to demonstrate those things, you know, how mm-hmm. great it is to get together, people in the community come together, have a, have a beer that was made a couple miles away yeah. by some creative guy who knows what he's doing. Listen to some music that was written by some kids who lived right down the street and, and, and just enjoy each other and have some local food, some snacks and, and meet your neighbors and, and, and meet, the, yeah. meet, meet the people that, that are here. And, and you know what, to me, what the festival, what farm funk really demonstrates is, is this, this County community produces everything it needs right here. You really don't need anything from anywhere else. I mean, and, and it's a great example of that. If you need, if you need good, healthy food to eat and if you need people who can pr- 
provide services mm-hmm. and products and all these things and even entertainment and stuff like that. It's all right here. And obviously, yeah. we like example. hanging out with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to call it. I like to call it the big the big block party. It's one mm-hmm. one big block party. That's the other. <laughs> yeah. The other un, unforeseen benefit was we get to go hang out all day and drink beer and listen to music. Yeah. Like, yeah. Couldn't be better. Oh so, come on so now. That's, that's how this whole idea started. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How can we make that work? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all for the kids. It's all yeah. for the kids. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot for coming down, you guys, and getting yeah. this whole thing, thinking of us, getting us involved. And well, we really appreciate your involvement. You know, the Washington Academy of Music was was our first choice when, yep. when we needed to reach out for somebody to help us with the music scholarships. And you guys have been great. We're glad you yeah. certainly yeah. One, yeah. one more great yeah. local connection exactly. with a yeah. great and, local and business. You're going to see <laughs> the benefits. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see the benefits here in a minute when these kids come in here and start talking and, and demonstrating their talents. Yeah. Uh, the, I think the first kid coming in, Sierra Richmond, and you know she's she's our youngest winner this year. And mm-hmm. you know her, we're reading through her application. It was it was really cool because what 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 we really loved about Sierra was was her uh, her work ethic. You know she oh, really yeah. demonstrated. She found <laughs> she found a, a percussion project that she wanted to work on that was outside of her normal music time, her normal school mm-hmm. time, and her after after school work schedule. And she made it work on her on her on her own, and got up to the point where she was playing at an advanced level, just because she wanted to, and she put in the time. So yeah. she's just one example, and you're going to see the other yeah. kids, and, and we're going to hang out as as you guys talk to them, and you'll see that this is all very much worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be right. good. All right. All thanks, right. Guys. Thanks. thanks. Thanks again, you guys. Thank right. you. Well, we're here with Drew from Rottweiler, and they're one of Farm Funk's sponsors. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about what Rottweiler is. And, yeah, just go for it. Take it away. Sure. Rottweiler Motorcycle Company is a local business started in 2007 uh, by the Hicks family. It's just a local business that is very passionate about the motorcycle culture and the motorcycle lifestyle. And it's also very passionate about our area. Where are you guys located? Uh, we're in Auto Center Way. Area. Oh, yeah, uh, right Wil- there. Wilkes Avenue over by Par Volkswagen. Easy to find, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy to find. Close to Silver City Brewery. Right around oh, the, the corner. Oh, yeah, the little oh, yeah. That's nice. We can, we can smell the hot. There's a plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of tough to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you guys make your own? Or we, repair yeah, or we've, custom? We've, we've built our own. Uh, we do we do custom builds. Um, we also do like routine maintenance and customization to what the customer's asking for. So say you bought something that you know, just a Harley or any any kind of bike actually, and you want to just to tweak it just to make it your own, mm-hmm. we do that. Or we could do it from the ground up, or you know, change your tire. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, nice. You know, sometimes the littlest things keep us going. So you guys have like a machine shop there? Yeah, there? definitely. Wow. We have a full machine shop. It's constantly growing. Uh, we're constantly learning, so we're adding new things here and there. Um, it's been a, been a journey, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. a fun one. And, and what what made you decide to support Farm Funk and the, and the music scholarship? Well, it was a it was a pretty easy decision. Um, we met Matt and Amy uh, through a bike night that we were throwing at the 19th hole at the time. And just, I literally had to sell it to the owners of Rottweiler, you know, to, to back Farm Funk. But for me, it was, uh, it was a no-brainer. Um, I bought into them. 
Matt and Amy. And it was yeah. just like something I was like, man, I, I know what they're, I know who they are. I know the type of people they are and I know where their, their mind and their hearts at. And it's, it was easy. It was an easy thing to do. So nice. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was an easy partnership from the start because when we, when we were, he's talking about bike nights, our band was playing for those guys here locally and we got to know them pretty quickly too. And as soon as the idea of farm funk came up, uh, the whole idea of this celebration of local creativity and local production and all these things, the first thought in our mind was the guys at Rottweiler. And that's because of our relationship with Drew. And, uh, yeah, like he says, we, we took it to Drew and, and kind of pitched him what our idea was. And, man, he got on board with both feet right away. Yeah, it, it was really cool, yeah. yeah. And they've been great. They've been our, our biggest supporter. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really important for us to, you know, um, support the community and, and, and get as active as we can locally. Uh, and so we do. We take pride in that, and and farm funk is no exception. So, yeah. And then how how long has Rottweiler been going? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, wow. Just okay. over ten years. Yeah. Two thousand seven. Nice. So we're coming up on eleven here shortly. Started in a little nook, and there you go. And, yeah. You know, kept, how it is? Kept. Yep. Knocking down walls, and so. Yeah. And brings us to today. That's really good. That's great. Yeah. I mean, thank you so much for supporting Farm Funk and. No problem. Coming yeah. in here, chatting thanks, with yeah, us. Thanks for coming in. Oh, man, this, Super. Is, this is cool. I feel so official. <laughs> <laughs> I took your picture, buddy. So oh, yeah. There, <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, we're here with Sierra Richmond, a scholarship winner. And uh, yeah, she's going to play piano for us in a little bit, too. She's not a former student of Wham, but she's related. Very close. To a former student Almost of Wham. a former student. Yes. So let's see. Well, let's start off. How old are you? I am 14 years 14. old. Okay, good, good. And how long have you been playing the piano? Piano, I've been playing for a couple years. Um, I was self-taught, so I kind of ta- taught myself how to start off playing. And then um, after my mom was like, oh, I can actually recognize this music. I should maybe get her into lessons <laughs> so then she can actually learn. Nice. So about two years ago or so, I started piano lessons, so... Yeah. Awesome. And then if you've put in your paper that you play percussion. Yes. And do you play like drum set? Uh, I've recently got a set over the a uh, year ago, over the summer sort of Uh-oh. thing. So it's not as <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been playing it as long, but I have been playing percussion since fifth grade or something like that. And um, I've always like when I when my sister had her band concerts or whatever, I always saw in the background or whatever, the people moving back and forth and Mm -hmm. uh, doing all the percussion stuff. And I was like, I want to do that when I'm older. Yeah, (laughs) cool. Yeah, I did percussion in junior high. And um, in performance, it was a lot of fun. But during the actual band practices, it was mostly us just sitting there while the clarinets got yelled at. That was was my experience. But (laughs) That's basically what it was. Okay, cool. So... So about your about your write up, give us a synopsis of what you what you said. <laughs> okay, so um, I don't know. I when I wrote the paper, I was uh, trying to think of like how music mattered to me and like how it helps me through life. And so I was I don't even remember what exactly <laughs> um, how I like got the idea of it in my head, but it was basically I wrote about how it helps me through difficult times and is a stress reliever to myself and that sort of thing. And it helps me through hard times and like through difficult tests and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 it's a really good outlet and 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's really true. Yeah, very true. true. So what are your uh, future plans for music? Um, I really want to get into, I want to use the scholarship money to actually get into set lessons and be able to uh, further develop that talent. And then um, I'm not kind of want to see where that takes me, like Mm -hmm. where being able to play that sort of stuff would be able to, I don't know, like what doors it opens and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's pretty good. Thanks for coming in. And yeah. um, what are you going to be performing? I'm going to be playing uh, What Child Was This? All right. Okay. Well, we'll uh, get to that. And okay. Great. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And now we're here with Gia Acosta, and she's another one of the scholarship winners, and we're going to chat with her for a little bit. So, uh, read your paper, and it's very poetic, kind of in, in your use of imagery and everything, the way you... So, do you write music? I do. Okay. I'm currently working on getting an EP together. Okay. Hopefully sometime next year. Um, yeah. Writing's ultimately what I want to do, music production. Okay, all right. And then, so what's what's gotten you into writing music? And um, I've always just thought it was really cool to be able to create something that, you know, everyone can listen to and, you know, you can share the same views on it, no matter what your background is. Yeah. I just think art is something that can do that in general, and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. That's like the perfect reason to want to be a songwriter. Yeah. So you nailed that one. <laughs> so, um, and you play, what do you, well, what instruments do you play? I play piano, guitar, ukulele, play the kazoo, you know. Perfect. Who doesn't play the kazoo? Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. So you basically don't even need a band. You can just do everything. Yeah. Oh, all right. That's pretty awesome. Now, your write up was. Like really world oriented. Oh you yeah. Know, like, I well, I traveled a little bit this summer, and I got the chance to um, to sing with Paolo Nutini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's he's not a big star over here, but he's he's um 
Scottish Italian kind of rock star and it was really cool I mean I never would have thought I would have been singing with you know a Scottish mm. Italian guy in Italy yeah <laughs> it's it's just music can do that and it's awesome yeah because I mean everybody understands it yeah so yeah that's really good here's a strictly self-serving question I mean as a former Wham student <laughs> <laughs> I mean do you think your early stuff helped you get helped helped you prepare oh big way? time yeah. yeah I um I don't know like theory on the guitar but I know theory on piano because I took classical when I was you know five years old up until a couple years ago and um I don't I can I know chords mainly because I took from Wham and I I had that foundation when I was younger yeah you took from Kim didn't you I did yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she says hi oh awesome yeah, um, you know what? In my experience, most guitarists don't know theory on guitar either, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Do they, Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you plan to use the scholarship for? What are your? I'm. I mean, I'm firstly a musician and a singer, so I've kind of just been doing live stuff at you know local um, places, but. I really wanted to get into recording this year, so I've been kind of working with, you know, some softwares, and hopefully I can, you know, yeah. use that money for some yeah. some really nice equipment. Yeah, well, learning the learning the software is uh, a task. Yeah, very <laughs> much so. What are you using? I uh, I have Native Instruments, Ableton, and okay. um, Pro Tools. Pro Tools. Yeah. Okay. All right. So playing around with the different all right different ones. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything you want to add, or no? That's no, good. Gina okay. was Gina was an easy selection. You know, we had to when we had to weed through all these. Gia, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. Gia was an easy selection. <laughs> when we had to read through all these applications, there were there there's a few that jumped right out, and you knew right away that okay, that's that's the type of kid that we're looking to support, and that's the kid that really feels it in her bones, and mm-hmm. that's, that's what you got from from her application. So it was that was a no brainer, and, and we're happy yeah. that she's that she's one of the winners. And it was congratulations. Interesting. Yeah, Thank it, you interesting so from my standpoint because I didn't get to select, mm-hmm. but uh, when I read these, it's obvious. The ones that should have been. Yeah, picked, it's so. it's it's a tough task to take all these applications and get down to three winners, but but there, it was it was very easy to at least pick one out of this selection, and that and, and that was that was definitely Gia. She was head and shoulders above above the others, uh, uh, deserved of the of the scholarship. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I only read it after, but I still think it was really good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, thanks awesome. for coming, and thanks and, uh, to your mom yeah, and dad for so coming, too. For having me this. Yeah. And we awesome. have a uh, track. Is it just one on there? Or is yeah, it okay. just a single. All right. So, yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll be playing that. And, yeah. yeah. It's called Just Stay. It's um, the first song I recorded, first song I wrote. So Okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, I sure am. Awesome. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Awesome. But lately 
scholarship winner for the music stuff and uh yeah you're in a band you yeah. write music you <laughs> play music yeah i um well i really wanted to do the scholarship um as opposed to really the band but for more like a broad studio application because i'm trying to not only work in a studio but um start my own home recording sort of thing and do like gigs for friends um but the band is definitely a giant part of that that's going to be the main draw for the studio Workload. Okay. All right. You got your band here today. Yes. Um, I'm here with Ike Mao and Justino Arthuad Baza, the guitarist and drummer, respectively. Nice. And I really, I would not be where I am without them. It was sort of like a little hobby that I started on my uh, MacBook. Yeah. And then they came into my life and I was like, wow, we can actually make this happen. I mean, yeah. I'm between like, uh, Ike's sort of intellectual counterpart to mm -hmm. my ideas and Justino's undeniable like style, it like really shapes an interesting sound. I think. Okay, nice. I, that's jeez. So uh, <laughs> when you guys work on music, uh, is there one person who's kind of the starter of the idea, and you guys build it together, or does one person write all the parts and just come running in? And well, I'd, I'd say that for the first album, the seven out of the eight songs that we released, um, that was that was me. I, I ran in with a uh, pre-recorded, I recorded idea in my in my brain, 
and then um, they would like throw in little parts and sort mm-hmm. of add to it. But um, I mean, it usually started, um, you know, um, <laughs> it started with me teaching them the basic core song and right. then along the way yeah, adding yeah. little splices here and there. Um, but now that we've sort of moved spaces, I think it might even be a psychological effect. I don't know what they think. That It's just a bigger space. Mm-hmm. And now it's more improv based. The songs we've yep. been writing on the project we're working on right now are more collaborative, and yeah. and you know, uh, we'll like we'll just jam for like ten minutes and be like, "That's amazing! Let's loop that." And mm-hmm. you know, really yeah, you guys had that. time yeah. to kind of gel together, and yeah. now you can all kind of contribute yeah. evenly. I guess you could call it. I'm just curious because I used to be in a three piece band, but I was an egomaniac about it, and I wrote every single part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would say I could probably oh man I could probably oh. cut down on on the amount I'm doing but your bandmates I mean, are making faces band. at you I'm really? you know. there's some shade getting thrown back there no I don't know I don't know I mean I they make it pretty obvious when they're not happy with something I'm doing yeah. but for the most part it's sort of like even in the improv I'll be like stop there let's fine tune that and then I will play something and be like tweak that just a little bit mm-hmm. so I I feel like. I, I have I have the vision for the most part, but I'm working very hard because he um, Ike has like the these like sort of counter visions. It's almost like our ideas of music are almost opposite, and uh-huh. they kind of meet somewhere in the middle. So I'll come up with an idea, and I'll think it's like amazing in my brain, and they'll be like, "That's no, no, no! Yeah. I don't want to do that. Let's let's do this." And and we'll there's a lot of compromising. Yeah, like a lot of like, well, why don't we do this live? And we'll do this on the recording. You know, there that, that you happens with Justino yeah. a lot, you know. Nice. But I definitely could not do it alone. I don't think for a second I could. But I think the way it works right now with me starting and them totally, like, bringing in a home run, like, yeah, I like, okay. cool. I like that system. Cool. So your, yeah. your, uh, your write-up was, was really, really interesting because you covered several different areas. The power of music. Yeah. Uh, the production stuff. I, I was honestly very confused about how am, am, like broad you wanted the prompt to, to cover. So I was like, well, I'll be on the safe side and I'll talk literally about what music means in society. And then I'll talk about what it means to me because it doesn't say what music means to me. Right. So I was yep. like, you know, I might just might as well do both. And I think it will come off as a interesting interesting paper yeah. i guess yeah 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 from good. our from our perspective uh, as far as uh the the people who were who were reading and scoring these these applications uh what we loved about colin was was his really broad understanding of not just not just writing music and playing music but the production side of music and what really stood out to me with colin's application was when he described what music production meant to a mm-hmm. musical audience because a lot of people don't look that deep into it yeah, and they don't right. see they don't see what not just the words and not just the notes that are being played but the way you produce the song what how that can uh-huh. generate emotions and feelings on the audience side yeah. of things so his real in depth he was very in tuned with what he was trying to say and he, and he put it across very well so it was well, an thank easy you. decision you're very welcome yeah a lot of people are kind of like you know I'm going to start a band and the songs just happen. Right. And, you know, right. a lot of people don't think about and these kids, everything these else guys involved. Get it. Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah. It's really good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I checked, actually, it was it's Russian Blue, right? Mm-hmm. That's the name. I checked yeah. you guys out last night. Had, like, two little demos on there or something. Uh, on s- it was on our website? Yeah, I yeah, just those searched demos. Russian Blue Bremerton. Yeah, so <laughs> we you, have two so. demos on the website. I should update that, but we released an album that's on iTunes and Spotify okay. called The Sandman Album. It's eight tracks. Okay. And, um, I mean, right. going back now, I would have recorded it very differently. Yeah. But, um, I liked it. I was it. just oh, starting yeah. out. Yeah, I liked um, it a lot. Geez. Yeah, if you, if you want to listen to more, it's on, it's on YouTube. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, well, I, I could buy it too. I, you know. Oh, you don't have to buy it. But I like to we support like to buy, artists. We really, okay, we thank you. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who I'm not gonna whose complain. music was never purchased, <laughs> I would oh, love yeah. to support you. Well, so. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I that, appreciate yeah, that, that mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a big thing with me. Is like, you know, uh, just to, just to plug something and say, you know, I really like that group. I think I'll go steal their music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. for free. Yeah. I want it for free. I like them though. Typically, I um, I will download it for free and then listen to it. And if I enjoy it, then I'll go buy it, or yep. at le- or at least fair enough. Uh, at least add it on some sort of royalty. Yeah, um, providing site like Spotify or something. Well, like that's like that. the new era of the record store. Not that you guys know what a record store is. Oh, I go to but... record stores. As oh, okay. Much as possible. Hey, all right. I, yeah. I um. Oh, there's one in Tacoma I really, really like. I forget what it's called. You're um, kidding. It's, it's great. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah they just it's just rows and rows of records. I got I um I uh, yeah, and then Barnes and Noble actually like they for like um, for like Oh um, yeah, they do. That's I, yeah. records are they're they're back. They're back. They're, yeah. they're cool yeah. again. They they're have cool like again. a lot yeah. of mainstream but the records. Is still yeah. Not what it used to be. Production <laughs> used to be we press all these records and put them in boxes and mail them to stores. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. look at what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, oh, yeah. still at like some studios like Uptown, they 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 still use a lot of tape. Oh yeah. Like, well, but it's like sort tape. of like a hybrid yeah. studio, which is, yeah. you know, I'm I'm not really in my production methods. It's not tape, but I go right. from like SD cards, record completely independent from a computer, mm-hmm. and then move that into the mixing software. Mostly nice. because I started on GarageBand, and you can't record multi tracks yep. in there. But it, yep. the disconnect helps because you know the mix has to sound good. Right. Before it goes into the computer, you have yep. to, you know, like it's everything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and I'm, awesome. I'm very eager to learn just whatever I can about um, music production and be as diverse as possible, and, like learning yeah. all the different softwares and things like that. You're um, you're ambitious. I try. And that's be. that's what I get from you. <laughs> <laughs> I think what what Farm Funk got from Colin was that he's on his way, and there's yeah. no doubt about it. He's like a train running, and and we just we're glad to be able to recognize it. Yeah, I just want to take on too much at once. That's my goal. It's like anytime I'm comfortable, that's that's bad. You don't want to be comfortable because then you get lazy. Yeah, that's so true. So yeah, that's that's my goal. What are you saying? I mean, no, 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 no comment. Oh, you guys are lazy. <laughs> Very good. So with this uh, scholarship, uh, what are you planning to do with it? What's your? I have a cart um, online on B and H with everything I'm going to buy. For my <laughs> for the studio already. <laughs> nice. I mean, I know not to like count your eggs before they hatch, but that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's 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 great. That's perfect. I'm getting a lot of new microphones, getting a compressor unit, um, another shock mount. Um, yeah. What else? Did I tell anyone? I don't think I I can't remember it off the top of my head. But um, yeah, a couple. What? Oh yeah, we're getting pedals too. Reverb, hey, reverb right. chorus. Nice. Um, yeah, and a pedal board. So. That's another thing is with the scholarship, it's hopefully going to like up the ante on our, our live show too. Because before yeah. it's just been like practice amp, PA. Oh, I would yeah. literally play out of a PA <coughs> for the bass amp right now. Sorry, I just popped on that. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. All but, right. You know, you know, pedal board, trying to get like cabs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, you can really build build a sound. Yeah. That's that's important. So, um, Can I thank a couple people on here? Because like, there's yeah. a couple people I really definitely want to thank. I mean, obviously the band. Um, and then Ellie Mao. I, Ike Mao's mom is just like the guardian angel of our band. We we play in her basement. She gives rides to shows. She produced most of the merchandise that we sell. Um, and then Todd Bellis, he's lent me probably close to $17,000 of equipment that he's just not using and just gives it to me. And he's like, when I need you to come work for me, do it. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, it's crazy. I just got like a 
$2,000 cab that's like 1,700 watts for my base amp. It's like, nice. Anyway, yeah. Nice. So those are the main, the main two people that like really have helped speed this thing yeah. along. Good. Awesome. Man. All right. Well, I think we're going to kind of get this performance going. All right. What are you guys, guys going to play? All right. So this is our take on Nirvana. Uh, we, okay. wanted, we wanted to do a very Nirvana-esque song. I listen to Come As You Are because I'm still, you know, listening to things that like everyone else was like, yeah, I love Come As You Are. I'm like, this is the first time I've ever heard it. And that was like six months ago. Oh, man. I'm so out of the loop. Yeah. I an iPod when I was 12, started listening to music then. So I'm a little okay. bit late here. Um, but yeah, this is our take on, on Nirvana. And it's called um, In a Cornfield. It's about being eaten alive by crows. Okay. Yeah, it's, perfect. It's, it's really bright. That's one thing. Yeah. That I think. I hope you guys take. From yeah. Music, really, really optimistic. Happy. Happy music. It's about serendipity and just the just the casual elements of chance. Yeah. To play on your fortune. You know. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> We're gonna listen this is to great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started. As it gapes at me And it stares at me Mr. Raven, I'm alone I'm alone And they are circling above me Mr. Raven, Mr. Crow, Mr. Crow On my head as the crops begin to sway. I never thought it in this way. Mr. Raven, I'm alone, I'm alone, and they are all around me. Mr. Raven, I'm alone, Mr. Crow. I'm alone, I'm alone The teeth so sharp, they feel so soft They stare at me as they sit along Those beady things will haunt me forever I have a fever, I'm all alone Mr. Raven, I'm alone And they are all around me 
that about wraps it up for this episode of the Whamcast. I would like to congratulate all the winners of the scholarship and thank you once again for coming in and sharing your talents with us. Another big thank you to Matt and Amy Musselwhite for coming in and talking about Farm Funk, for founding Farm Funk, and supporting the arts the way they do. And another thank you goes out to Drew from Rottweiler Motorcycles and pretty much everybody at Rottweiler Motorcycles for supporting Farm Funk and coming in here and talking with us. Be on the lookout for the next episode of the Whamcast where we have Dietrich Hansen, former Wham student, and he's also in his third year of college. So we're going to talk to him about life, what he's up to, how his music's going, and hopefully we can get him to play some guitar. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country community safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.